This is a Spark Sunderland original podcast. This is The Onion Bag with Dom Aberdeen, Jack Ostwick and Liam Caffrey. On Spark. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Onion Bag podcast here on Spark. The only podcast which is one of the great shining prospects and then when you need it most seems to disappear. I am Dom Aberdeen and with me as always Jack Ostwick, Liam Caffrey, how are you boys? I'm good, mate. You? I'm all right. I'm all right. And uh, first, first guest outside of uh, the world of Spark, Mr. Michael <laughs> Bowers. How are you doing, mate? Not too bad. How are you all doing? Ah, good, not good, so bad. Mate. Thank you for. Can I just uh, one quick question? How did you come up with the name The Onion Bag? Because what a name that is for a podcast. That's all me. By the way, yeah. we're, uh, <laughs> go on. I'm dying to hear this. Well, we were just thinking, what's like a football pun, and you just put in the onion bag, didn't you? So it was yeah. also a lot of the good ones were really already took oh, no. yeah. So, yeah okay that's a bit of a problem isn't it and there, there was already someone with the name the onion bag but like they hadn't made an episode in about two years so we, kind we of did have we, we called it the when we were trying it was the midweek fix because we, we were recording it on mondays monday no it was on fridays it was going to go out, go on, out wednesdays. On, on wednesdays which was probably a bad thing to do yeah it's not a thing about it, but we'll call it that <laughs> and then we're just we, just we realized that that was a stupid dynamic but now let's film on Wednesdays and then out Saturdays. Twinion bag. No, it's Twinion. a good name. I like it. Spark. First, Michael, we'll, we'll start with you as you are the guest. I mean, when people think of people on who represent like Sunland on Twitter or YouTube, your name is probably one of the first ones to come up. I mean, you've been FCFC fan TV, done stuff with fans react, speak SFC. You've kind of you've got yourself about in the Sunland like community so really we just wanted to start with how did you really like get into all of it <sighs> oh god that was a while ago wasn't it um i think i sort of got into it because i think i've said this story a few times the true geordie when he was on youtube before he did his old podcast thing yeah he's he's a he's an interesting character but let's uh, i'll not say any more than that but long mm-hmm. story short he had the narrative out there that newcastle fans deserved a lot better than what the club was doing um currently i think it was under the mike ashley era Boohoo, try four years in League One. But anyway, um, I felt at the time that not enough people were saying that about Sunderland, so I started to talk about it and go, hang on, why after nine years in the Premier League? Because it was 2015, I think it was, I started it. So why after eight, nine years in the Prem are we still battling relegation and not looking to do better when, with all due respect to them, clubs like Bournemouth go up and finish in the top half, Burnley get into Europe, like, why why aren't we doing that? Yeah. So for me, it was all about trying to just raise the question. Um, it took a couple of years to get quote-unquote noticed because you know i know i've I've been i do get recognized a bit now which is i'm which in a nice way i'm not used to because it's still quite overwhelming but it's it's much appreciated for anyone who is happening to be listening and does approach me in the street don't worry i'm not freaked out i promise (laughs) but um i think it was probably when i got onto fan tv that started to really get a bit of recognition and obviously look newcastle fans tv borough fan tv i don't even borough fan tv is still a thing these days but um i don't know if they even upload things but um, they were they were probably pretty big at the time. Newcastle fans TV, we know all about them. They've probably gained in popularity since the takeover. So I think once I got into that, I think people started to recognise me a bit more. Um, and I think people now probably recognise me as having banter with Sean Middleton on Fans React, as you've mm. mentioned before. Yeah. <laughs> it's just literally us two just talking rubbish on camera and people seem to enjoy it. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll take it. And then I think with my own channel, I just wanted to... I think, a lot, look, I'm, I'm nowhere near the biggest, or I don't consider myself anywhere near the best YouTuber out there. I think Jam Sarni's really good with his videos. Mad mistakes, mental, but he's funny. Um, 
I'm trying. There's another one. Another YouTuber. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Called Alt Ending. You don't know if you watched him. No. Basically, someone who does clips of the games, but he goes into real big tactical analysis of why we win or lose certain games. Right. So if you want to listen, guys, it's podcast. It's a YouTube called Alt Ending. It's really, really good. I'd recommend it. Um, And there's another YouTuber. I keep forgetting. well, Charles uh, yeah. Don. Yeah, Charles, yeah, that's it. Charles yeah. Don. When um, Kyle Don, that's it. Yeah. When I was growing up, there was um, a lad who used to sit next to me in the um, in the family stand called Jackarini, and he kind Jack of. Uh, I remember him. Yes. He used to vlog all of the um, the end of like the fifteen sixteen season mm. and like the beginning of the sixteen seventeen mm. season, and I kind of started watching him at the beginning. I I kind of wanted to do the same, but I didn't like really go through with it. Um, it does. It, it does take a lot to get yourself out there because I know I've, I've heard of quite a few people say to me that, oh, I felt like doing it, but I'm not so sure about it. But if, if so, if you want to, if there's anything I could, advice I could give is just do it. Like you know, if you if you're passionate about what you do, whether it be through podcasts or whether it's through YouTube or whatever medium it is, people will see through it. Will see that you are enjoying what you're doing, and that's advice. Just go for it. I mean, if I if I can get a few thousand subscribers by just waffling in front of a camera, then I think anyone could. <laughs> Well, there's like the vlo- vlogging at games now. It's like I don't feel like you can go to a game nowadays without someone of mm-hmm. having their experience filmed. No, but you can't, can you? It definitely blew up around like 2016, 2017. Mm. People, um, I always remember uh, Spencer FC. He yeah. used to watch the West Ham games. Yes. West Ham ones. I'm yeah. used to watch yeah. his videos yeah. all the time. Yeah, they were really good. The um, it kind of I think he kind of like inspired uh, inspired people. So you've got like Ellis Platten now, yeah. Thogden. They were like kind of the two main ones. You've got. Fusion Josh, he's been with a few Sunderland games as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He captured like the the playoffs last season. Yeah, he it's did, like it's, it's a big scene nowadays. Yeah, and I like, think it gets mixed opinions. Yeah, like, it's people really are, like, split down the middle. Like, why go in the game and film yourself? But at the same time, it's like it's a good viewpoint to see it from a fan. I think so. Do you guys think it because since lockdown, it's re- really gone in popularity because people have missed content of people being at games rather than just watching behind closed doors. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. yeah. yeah. I think, it's, I think it's spiked because of that. Like you, they, they want to see the fans back. You want yeah. to no, I was thinking like as well with things like that. Like they'll never get like millions and millions of views. Like because it's only like little team. Not well, someone's not a little team, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah. everyone's got them. It's so spread out. But there's always people interested because like if I like see I play football at three on a Saturday, I can't watch every game. Yeah, I'll go on YouTube straight away, and you tend to be the first one who pops up, just seeing what happened. But then I'm that's looking... because that's the easiest thing to do. All yeah, do is just waffle and just edit a little bit. But then, yeah, I'm just waiting for someone to like just put like put a video on so I can watch the goal going in, and yeah. see the the fans celebrating and stuff. I like love that. watching stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why I get such a mixed thing of people like in the moment when they see people film it, they're just like, oh, just sit down, and, like watch the game. But when right. you go home and then you watch the yeah, video, yeah, yeah. you can appreciate like yeah. the content there and then. So I think that's why it's very split in the middle. People, it's like people wish that they could still make the videos, but they didn't have to be like being the ones like sacrificing their like just sitting like experience of the game. I mean, with with my sort of videos, the, the most the closest I've come to that, I've done it quite a few times. It's just vlogging the my reaction to the full time whistle of a game. Yeah. Um, I was like, for funny enough, I was about to do it for what game was it? The whole the four four game. Yeah. I was about to do it when we're four three up, um, and then I didn't go through with it because obviously we conceded an injury time penalty, but which is so Sunderland fashion. But yeah, that's the closest I've ever come to it. But I love watching. It does get mixed opinions for me. At the end of the day, if they're not, it, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a cup of tea. But for me, I like watching stuff like that. Just my own personal experience. I mean, the Cardiff game is an example where I was at work and quite frankly I couldn't be bothered to make the trek to South Wales. But fair play yeah. to everyone who did bigger fans than I am I suppose and uh, Kyle Don obviously did the video when Serkin scored and even then the scenes then was just 
unreal. I love it when if we've got an away day and if there's a home fan recording, you always see a clip yeah. of the, the limbs yeah. when we score because yeah. <laughs> they always film our fans. Wigan comes to mind. Oh, I think of that. Brilliant. Like there was Every about seven one. different vlogs of the uh, the Wigan game this yeah. season, just seeing. Our and I end. feel like with Sunland, we've become such like so like in the EFL, we are probably the biggest team there. I would say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Uh, Careful, you'll get called arrogant. I know. Everyone, oh, no, no, you don't like expectations. That's not allowed <laughs> now. Go on. Everyone, like, and our weird fans, we've always come in numbers. Everyone wants to video it because people watch it. Because mm-hmm. people will comment on it even if they don't like it. Mm. It's like it's always going to get clicks. Yeah. No, think of think of the fact why why have we been on Sky so many times this yeah, season? No. Sky Sports. Sure, we've been on Sky about main game like twenty times. Yeah, yeah we have. It's, I think it's, it is twenty. We're about 20, yeah. four weeks in a row, I think. Because we had the Burnley game, the Cardiff game, the Hull game, and someone else. Preston game, the West Brom game, two playoff yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's Brilliant. it's just the simple thing of Martin. Uh, the, even when we're in League One, like mm-hmm. they d- they don't really cover League One that much. But because Wednesday's been down there this season, then us down there sometimes they put Portsmouth on the tally. It just it it's appealing to the bigger fan bases because they know people are going to watch it, especially when. BT might bid, outbid them for like the bigger Premier League games. They've always got like the lower leagues mm-hmm. to rely on, especially with people will always watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with as well that as new contract as well. That yeah. they're oh, doing. Yeah. new deals. Well, I was going to say, sorry. You know, I think um, as well with Wrexham coming up, like they're a big story as well with the ownership. So they're, obviously they're going to have more. Well, I say that Sky Sky don't tend to show League One or two games, do they? No, um, they will now. Wrexham, they will. Uh, but yeah, I BT. Think will as that's well. a huge loss for BT. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they, it is because they were relying on it so much last season and even the season before I'm sure every time I was I was out in a pub when there was like a 5.20 game with BT it was always bloody Wrexham on um, yeah, it was. Notts County yeah. who was ever there so yeah you're right they're going to struggle to fill that I know Notts County aren't even there anymore are they? no they no. got promoted as well I think they was going well, Hartlepool and Rochdale are the two that have gone down mm-hmm. so I'm not mean, quite on the same like, no. level of maybe if Jeff Stelling takes over Hartlepool maybe <laughs> yeah. that would be nice <laughs> But yeah, like you said, um, you're one of the people who like gets out first, as uh, as these two said, and I think that kind of what puts you different to other people who like you've got vloggers who wait until either the end of the day or the day before to release like their thing. It's almost as if like ten minutes after the final whistle's gone, you've got your your initial thoughts like there in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I Whereas think, they go home and edit and stuff like that. Yeah. Yours is right camera too. Yeah. I think yeah. like that pure rawness from you kind of like sets you different from all the other Sunderland content creators because that's a very personal thing. I know uh like both fan TV and fan react like the um the reactions of the fans, I know that's like that's their thing, but yeah. You kind of do it in a different way of like you're just saying it yourself whilst Sean or Philly or Jacob or whoever it tends to be holding the mic they're trying to more focused on getting what the the Joe public thinks of uh, the game as opposed like what will yourself. get them more yeah, views you've got yeah. your your own view so you're kind of building up that, that own trust and respect for yourself which I think that a lot of people appreciate more and I think that's why the dynamic of you going on all the different podcasts works because people think you've built this respect for yourself of like yeah uh, Michael Powers, like we talk, people know who you are because you've said your opinion so much, and I think that's kind of why you are uh, so well mm. respected in the community. And then you've got, because you've got people like, and because you've got people like Philly or Sean or anyone on the um, people uh, kind of don't really have the same amount of respect because either they think that they don't speak enough or when they do, it's kind of outlandish. 
because um, I mean Philly he's always you know he's he's very uh, I mean I, I, I have respect for him because he gave me a platform to sort of be out there more really to a wider audience but I mean I do get the feeling Philly's definitely um, you either love him or you hate him don't you he's very yeah. much a Marmite sort of character he's from a certain generation I think and that's probably why He's, he's got that sort of perception of him. I mean, bless, and even with Sean, when I go on fans react with him, half the time he doesn't talk because I don't let him talk because I mouth off too much. <laughs> but with, I think I think with my sort of videos, I think it's that's part of the reason why I put my videos out first because a be, main reason because it's easier because yeah. a, a lot of the other YouTubers will have. I mean, Jam Sony's probably is does is tends to be not far behind me now when it comes to just uploading something quickly. But someone like you know Gilesy, that takes so much effort. I, I didn't realize until I do funny little edits to a bunch of my mates and send stupid stuff in group chats. I didn't realize how much of a pain editing actually is. It takes it takes quite a while to do. So for me, I've already got an intro sorted. Um, sometimes I might try to be comedic or try to do something like vlogging the end of a game and then just talking for a few minutes. So it's 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 easy to do, easy enough. And then it m- means that I'm probably guaranteed to get more views that way because yeah. other people will probably outshine my stuff. But no, I, I do appreciate that. It's it's funny because a lot there's a lot of people that have said that they feel I talk sense which you know I suppose if you think I do then that's great I think I think it's just a matter of perspective you know and the thing I always appreciate is how and as cliched as it sounds that everyone we've literally got like six or seven different YouTube channels of Sunderland who've got mm. obviously Wise Men Say Jack's been on before um, did well on by the way <laughs> I won't find that out um, Rock Report uh, What the Falk um, which I think is a particularly good podcast obviously Macam in the Middle Speak Sunderland the one that I tend to be on um, we've got so Raw Podcast on there we've got so much Stuff which is just you've even got thing. the um, what's it called? SCFC unfiltered, is that yeah, yeah, even like BBC Newcastle, like uh, Nick Barnes's like podcast as well. That yeah. always we've got so much, even in the mainstream, we've got so much coverage. It's like it's kind of nice to have everyone's different opinions, and yeah, some of them may conflict, but like at the end of the day, everyone's got their own taste. It kind of tailors more to people, mm. so say if there's someone who doesn't agree with Michael, there might be someone else saying a different thing, they agree. We all kind of know everyone kind of still like comes together at that kind of point and I think especially last season with the playoffs like all people really wanted to say was just see us win and it was kind of that one time everyone was like at Trafalgar Square it was like I saw about five different Sunderland based YouTubers just like mm. right gonna I don't care if I've ever said anything bad about you in the past we're just here to yeah. have, a, have a good time have a, have a few drinks and just have a bit of fun tomorrow and I think some communities especially with I think Arsenal Fan TV is the biggest example of this yeah. like even though they all share the same name they, I don't think many of them actually get along <laughs> like they all seem to be it. bickering on I wouldn't think so that's maybe because that's what gets views isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know it yeah. and I think there's uh, there's been a few times that I think we've kind of gone well it's not going to get us the views but at least we're like we're not trying to like authentic yeah we're not trying to fight each other I mean, there has been times where we've tried to put ourselves in the limelight. I mean, a, a certain deadline day comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely got Where's uh, the parents' door? <laughs> that definitely it's got It's not Jermaine Defoe! Uh, I, I was with what that TV at the time. I remember coming out of work, watching it, and I just saw that apparently, I think I saw someone on Twitter, we affiliate the academy, like, like, no, he hasn't. <laughs> He's not been that much of a nutcase to go to the academy. And I think I think that he tried to do it again this year, didn't he? I think the security yeah. had tightened oh. up. <laughs> Who's that nutter? Who's that nutter with the microphone going round? It was on, I on Twitter. He was number one, we affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> what what's happened there? Like, 
It so was we like use Jay Matetti. Oh. <laughs> it was just like through the window of that. It was two days after Bolton as well. That was like the most mind blowing thing. Right. It was like. Lee Johnson was gone. Yeah, we just had the most embarrassing <laughs> defeat in our club's history. The manager's just been sacked. Deadline day. I come in from work and I just see me phone. We Philly's just everywhere. <laughs> I go straight to the live stream. I just see him outside the stadium. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Even Sunderland acknowledged it, didn't he? Put a tweet yeah. or something like, there's nothing quite like Sunderland yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Which it was, was yeah, like, yeah, brilliant. Sunderland would try to keep it quiet all night. This lovely homecoming <laughs> thing, Way Philly's yeah. just <laughs> broken and ruined it. <laughs> I think even people said he's putting Keith Downey out of a job just go <laughs> down to the academy bless him get where uh, other reporters couldn't no definitely not definitely not it's definitely something you have to respect though like like you say love the, fa- the fact the fact he's got the balls to do that is yeah. just something <laughs> something else well it got coverage for ages as well it's, oh. it's gone down as like an icon you don't get many iconic deadline day moments <laughs> nowadays because of the reporters yeah. being like behind closed doors like that was definitely one yeah. Do you think, I, don't, I don't know whether it would have been quite as big if we hadn't signed Jermaine Defoe but yeah. you know, imagine yeah. if it was like I don't know like Clunk Fadzen or something like that <laughs> oh god quite the same it was just the fact that he's put his microphone through the window saying how how's it feel to be back for Sunday did you just say Jermaine Defoe what do you think he's <laughs> <laughs> just here for the crack oh yes but no I think that's like credit to We've gone from like people just filming reactions on the. You know what it is about that as well. We could have signed Jermaine Defoe like a month later if we wanted to. Yeah, he was a free agent, mm. but it was just it was just, well, it was just funny one. Qu- quickly back on um, fan TV for a bit. How it was? It started in what was it? 2019? So you were on there from the beginning basically, and yeah. last year you said you were not leaving entirely, but you were kind of like leaving the the main bit it was was that yeah. like a you've said so much about how that gave you a platform was there any thing of that you were worried it wasn't gonna follow with you or did you think you've built up that much of a reputation you'd still get seen as the same um without trying to sound arrogant probably the latter because i think obviously i think at that point i can't remember how many subs i had i think it was probably something like in the three thousand category um so i don't know i think it was me. I have my own personal reasons for leaving, but I I do still have nothing but respect for fan TV. I mean, it's a shame that they haven't been able to put as much content out this last season just gone as um as I think they would have liked to. But I've got enough respect for the guys. Huh? I think Jacob's sound fairly gave us the platform. Terry, as I said earlier, is nuts, but that's what his unique selling point is. Um, Jack Shields is canny. Um, trying to think of a few other ones. I know there's, there's going to be a few more that I'll end up forgetting on there, but the lads in general are really really good on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is down to that. I mean, obviously, I was on there, so I was on there for what was it? Pretty much three years, which was, I think was not long after the Sheffield Wednesday playoffs that I, that I left. But no, I, I, I do. I'm quite lucky because when you start YouTube, some people don't get to probably a couple of hundred, mm. and it probably took me about until the end of the first League One campaign to really start to get noticed. And again, at the time, I joined Fan TV, so it's just it's just incredible how much that's just taken off. I mean, obviously, luck. Jam Sardi and Mad Mistake combined have probably got thirty to 40,000 subscribers, you know, but they've earned them. So, yeah, I suppose to answer your question and try not to waffle on for 20 hours, I would say probably probably the probably the latter to an extent. I'd like to think that people do seem to like what I do, and I think Fan TV obviously have built up their own um, fan base for a good reason. I think I'd like to think I'd like to think I've done it as well. I think you've contributed to fans react as well. I mean, I was only yeah. there for a few months, but you were kind of 
coming in as I was coming in as well. So it kind of felt like they started off in lockdown. They were yeah, kind, they of, did. kind of struggling to try and find the feet in person because it was some people were dubbing it as like just a knockoff of fan TV because they were already doing it for so many seasons. I think when, because obviously your relationship with Sean's like very uh, well known, it's very well received mm. that you get on. Um, the same with Davey kind of goes on both of them. No, it's, it's Dave's does, doesn't really pick sides <laughs> and in what can sometimes be dubbed as a flat out hatred between Sean and uh, Philly. It's kind of hard to mm. kind of no. say one thing about the other and then without upsetting but yeah I uh, don't know yeah I mean well, so is this Dave the rave you're on about yeah, yeah. oh he's uh, <laughs> he's picked up he's given Dave in particular has picked given some absolutely hilarious cracking moments I think there was the one there was the one uh, what was the interview I think it was after we beat Shrewsbury a year ago I think it was and Broadhead scored yeah. two goals and I think you know what I'm going to say here yeah. and then Sean interviews him and then he goes the man of the match is uh, Mr Broadband <laughs> instead of Broadhead so I think I, 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 it's a funny story right I, I tried to I, I, honestly that was my reaction as well <laughs> uh, the, the day afterwards I was out with the lads watching the rest of the League One games um and I think I was just, I was playing that clip over and over and over again, and I just put it on Instagram, going, "Why on earth do I find this so funny?" <laughs> just because it just I edited and... that video and all, yeah. so I saw that before anyone else. <laughs> I can imagine that it would have been hard to keep your composure. I, I did a, I edited a video of that a funny story in the summer when it looked like Broadhead was going to come back, and I'll put a video up. I just tried to put a funny video of him going. Oh, the man of the match is broadband, and then it was basically trying to me make it a funny clip of going back and forth saying it's broadhead. No, it's broadband. Broadhead. Broadband. <laughs> I was I was saving it particularly in case, and I was yeah. gutted he didn't sign because I wanted to use that more oh. than anything else. Well, I saw some of the the Ipswich players and some of the fans have like nicknamed him broadband. broadband. So <laughs> Dave the Ravers made it down to, to Ipswich, I think. Did you see the other one? I think it was after we beat Reading and Roberts scored the winner. And I think Sean, I've got the exact clip in my head. Is when he goes, "Who's the man of the match? Don't say Anthony Patterson." And instead of saying Patrick he goes it's Jason Robbins <laughs> Jason Robbins today I love him Dave, I love Dave's how I love how carefree he is he just no, doesn't look at what people think no he actually is though he's brilliant he's absolutely fantastic oh he is sparksunderland.com so as we're we'll get into all the stuff we normally talk about as we are we are supposedly a football show we'll talk about <laughs> the world of football in the last week uh, we'll start with Newcastle as we always do they beat Brighton 4-1 last night as we were uh, recording this. Wilson and Gamara's with two late goals to keep themselves third. Man United have a game in hand over them and Liverpool in fifth, who are only a point behind. Southampton lost 2-0 at home to Fulham, which confirms their relegation after 10 seasons in the top flight. Arsenal lost 3-0 to Brighton at the Emirates. It kind of adds fuel to the fire of what could, could be the biggest title throw in recent memory. I can't really think of. I think only really Liverpool comes to mind, but even that was. But even they push them still right. That the was wire. only like yeah. a few games. That was like two games. That to at go. least went to the final day, didn't it? Yeah. Arsenal have flopped this like. It's ab- absolute. It's joke. the fact they could afford to lose to City twice and they'd still be ahead mm-hmm. if they just yeah. didn't get beat off anyone else. Yeah. Well, it's the fact if you, if you don't draw to West Ham and Southampton, those are the type of games. And they should have lost that game. Bottle the two 0 lead against Liverpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. West Ham was a 2 0 lead. It was kind of after Anfield, like it's kind of just gone yeah. south for them. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, on the whole, I still think they've had a good year because they, a great I imagine season. that the end of the season, I think they lost to was it Newcastle just a year ago. Yeah. That pretty much put their top four hopes to yeah. bed with Tottenham finishing there. So I can imagine if you offered them where they are now, they'd take it. But obviously, yeah, you can't be what is it eight points clear at the top of the Premier League and 
allow City to overtake you like so, that. I, mean, I think the word bottled, I think it's way overused, but I think this is a fair case. This is, yeah, you this can't is... be that far clear. And, and it's, it's not just they've lost games, the, game, the games have dropped points in. Like, it's but it was, they were ahead silly. for so long. I, I mean, I've I seen like, a, a chart of like over the past like 20 years, it was been from longest and uh, Arsenal up there. Like, it must have, must have been all 34 games. <sighs> Has to be. It's you got to be crazy. You can't be top league for thirty four games and then just pack it in. Come April, it's just not acceptable. I don't know. Like we we could we we weren't in the playoffs in the championship that often. We we snuck in there at the end. So, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I do get your point you're making. Yeah, it's not good, is it? No, I mean I think that's more credit to Millwall. Well, um, Redden, we need more Yeah, the, uh, yeah we said six. it last week. Redden, we're in the top six longer than we were, and you end up getting relegated. Yeah. It's just mental. It just goes to show how crazy the AFL is, though. Thank you, Ben Burton Diaz. <laughs> Three oh, pints yeah. and something. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, going out of England, uh, Barcelona have won La Liga at home to rivals Espanyol. There was a bit, bit of bit of a scrap going on towards. It was a way, That's why it was yeah. a scrap because so they're at the rival stadium, right, in the same oh, city, the and they're doing like ring a ring a yeah, circle, <laughs> like oh, and when then the fans started chasing. Like, that's just so out of touch. I mean, Can't do that, man. After the the few years Barcelona have had to go win the league at the home rivals, it's it's not a bad conclusion. No, really, no, hopefully no. things are on the up. But in the your way for competitions, Inter or international, uh, <laughs> as uh, everyone's now destined to call them. You can't just call them Inter Milan anymore. Uh, they are through at the Champions League final after a three 0 aggregate win over rivals AC. Manchester City also put their place in Istanbul after beating Real Madrid 5-1 Can I just over two legs. I, I, I feel like we ought to talk about City yeah we do they're just ridiculous they're just mental aren't they uh, we, 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 we were out weren't we because uh, after exams and mm. it was like on in the pub but didn't properly watch it I went home the next day and like rewatched it and thought I just couldn't believe what I was watching they're relentless aren't they they're just so so if good. they don't beat this Inter team oh, words oh, have to be had they're just trouble. the complete package they? I mean even didn't they win the league a year ago without a recognised centre forward Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then Haaland's just swear he's not human no he's not man he's I, don't, not. I don't know what planet he's come from but it's not Earth I'm yeah. certain of it he's, uh, he's just a completely different animal altogether go on Caffrey he's out of it aren't you go on no well, Caffrey doesn't really rate them <laughs> no I, I think Haaland is unbelievable and he is better than so that's why they were staring at you and sniggering <laughs> <laughs> no I, I'm, I'm going to get his opinion on this as well Haaland or Mbappe? Haaland or Mbappe? Too complete. I can feel everybody's eyes watching me. <laughs> um, I suppose by default I don't watch much football abroad. I'd have to go with Haaland. But that's the only reason I'd probably go with him. But you can't deny it. Yeah. Then he's about to win the Champions League. <laughs> well, and the Premier League. And the Premier League. <laughs> and the FA Cup in the same year. It's not too bad, is it? <laughs> Why the scoring over 50 goals in a season? But he's a terrible striker. They lost to Southampton in the Carabao no, Cup, no, man. That's no, it's all his fault, then, isn't it? No. Didn't do the quadruple, not good enough. <laughs> all Haaland's fault. <laughs> I, I, I get it. As the season's gone on, as the debates wore on, Haaland has I'd just got better pr- and better. Proven right better every and week, better. do I? And, but but, but it's not getting any worse. Like, so, but Haaland's adding so much to his game now. So it's if, getting ridiculous. <laughs> What's your opinion, Haaland? Right, if Messi doesn't win the Ballon d'Or this year, which he probably will for winning the World Cup, and Haaland wins it, does your opinion change at all? Still not yet, because just getting the trophy, like it's what well, it's voted. Mbappe I've is seen how good he is. To it. Huh? Mbappe is twenty four. He's entering his prime. No, and yeah, he still right. hasn't won one. But Mbappe was 
also in the Messi and Ronaldo here for a little bit longer as well so he was never going to win it then was he for me that's probably Modric did and Benzema did that's probably a question for in a few years time to see if they can both still yeah. regularly help their side win things but yeah as of right now if ha- I, mean, I, I can't even know if Haaland wins the major trophies this year then you probably have to go with Haaland I would say do you think there's anyone really contesting them for the Ballon d'Or this year apart from the GOAT apart from Messi no. I think it'll head. depend if Vinci's like see a Messi signs for yeah. Barcelona or something in the summer and like gets them to like the Champions League, Champions League knockouts and that uh. maybe Messi will win it but if he goes to like where's he um, linked with in Saudi Arabia Al Halal Al Halal if he goes there no, it's Haaland's like no. yeah, probably he's probably uh. right but uh, it was just uh, I said I said as soon as they drew Real Madrid there'll be nothing like, like last year and mm. you watch the first leg they got a draw and I said they'll absolutely walk all over them in the second leg they're, they're just so good everything just so complete like, I remember at one point do you know Courtois made that save off Haaland and, uh, yeah. then after that the ball went out for a throw in right and while it was out they were talking about Courtois and, and the camera was just on Courtois for about 10 seconds by the time it came back on City he'd won the ball back already and it was like it's just things like that they, they just constantly had the ball Real Madrid a good team could just do nothing about it they're just a complete package of a side aren't they Perfect. defensively keeping the ball ball retention pressing you forcing you into mistakes taking chances yeah they now have more Champions League final appearances than Jubilee <laughs> speaking of the best by the way do you think Pep does this treble better than Stralix do you think you can see it mm, I think no. you can no it's there to be hard I think definitely there why not um, I just feel like from the treble the three peat but like Fergie done it as well yeah he did and if you see with Ferguson some of the sides he had winning Premier Leagues with I don't really think Guardiola could do it with them teams I was going to say you've got to think the team he has is like yeah uh, like I think John O'Shea and Wes Brown got relegated with no, Wes Brown didn't get relegated you know what I mean yeah I, I, I don't know I just feel like it not every manager could do what he's doing with this city team. Like I know it's amazing, but yeah, he's, he's a he's a fantastic. Not, no, he's he's amazing. the team, but I get what you're saying. He's made like there's little at this point in the season that he made that little tweak to to move Stones into the the sort of six in possession things like that. No, he's it's a fantastic manager, tweets. and if he carries on at this rate, wins like another treble or something daft like that. The debate's there. It's 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 already there. Well, yeah, but, but like, like it's more. Yeah. yeah. Hated. I, I still swear towards Sir Alex. Just for the teams he done it with aren't as good as that yeah. ridiculous yeah. team that's been. Got been man, like that. Certain managers and certain squads go well together, though, don't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you're right. If you look at some of the teams, I mean, what was it, the last Premier League that Sir Alex won with that side? Yeah, it was Tom yeah. Cleverley and Danny Welbeck, Danny Welbeck. Phil Jones. You know, Phil Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that and it and Ryan Giggs as well. Oh, but I do get all Ryan Giggs. Yeah. I do get what Jack's saying though. Like, it also it, the squad just fits together though. And the thing is, Pep's had. What is it six years now? Six, seven years? Yeah. To build well, when we win the Prem, that's when he got there. Yeah. His first season. His first 16, 17 was his first season. Right, okay. His first so ever taste of Premier League football was against Paddy McNair and Lyndon Gooch. <laughs> and he only Donald beat us because of an own goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's had six, seven years to build at this point. I mean, what's the average cycle for managers these days? You know, yeah, you'd be lucky to get a season at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially in the Prem. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to be, if, if you're given the chance to build towards it, then. He's got to be given credit for. I mean, what is it? So if he wins the well, sorry, let's be honest. When he wins the Premier League this year, five um, out of the last six. Five. There you go. Five of the last six that he's won. It's total domination, like yeah. it is. He'll go down as one of the greatest ever Premier League. Managers. And he's done it during mm. that Liverpool team. Yeah. That was like f- so good. Won a Champions League and stuff like that. Got 
three Champions League finals. They got within a point of them twice. Yeah, mm. and City are just yeah. they're just City's relentless. Good, relentless. You also look at like stuff like City, like the being Centurions. Um, they've won the Carabao Cup umpteen times. And they've got no, 97, <laughs> 97 <laughs> like four years in a row, wasn't it? He just he just won so so much. Just, and obviously people could say it's boring, you know, the money and stuff like that. I think that is I think credit Pep, to him, though. I think Pep like, warrants that. Like you, people go, oh, will Pep do it for Crawley? But why would he need? Why does he need to prove that? He's warranted the, getting the backing and getting the money because he's that. See, good. my only chip with, I, I kind of get that argument that like he's always had a decent team to do mm. with. Like, whereas Mourinho, he won that Champions League with Inter Milan and Porto. Like that's. I don't know what you mean. Like, you I know feel, what I mean. If, I feel like if you want a project, you go Pep. If you want to, you want to come in and you want to win something against the odds, you go Jose. Like the different types. Unless you're Tottenham. Yeah. No one can fix Tottenham. No, let's not go there. Uh, the one thing I'll ask you then: What about you reckon? What do you reckon for the job Jurgen Klopp over his ten years done at Liverpool? Then because he's had, has he not had a fraction of the money that what Pep's had to spend at City? Well, yeah. And yeah. yet, and yet he's won a Premier League, a Champions League. Uh, Carabao Cup at FA least Cup. once yeah. FA Cup at least once maybe twice Club World Cup <laughs> uh, Club World Cup so now I'm just curious to what people think about that because obviously they won the league and then I think their recruitment through that time not so much this, this season was just spot on with like yeah. Salah who was wrote off like no one thought of much of him when yeah. he was at Chelsea stuff like that and then he just comes and he's like oh my god like where's he been Klopp's an amazing manager I think that's yeah. more of no a, that's more of the thing of like well yeah Pep has all like the stars but I think that's more of a credit towards Klopp's like man management like I mean it, Joe Gomez a f- few years ago mm-hmm. like was honestly just top form game in game out and I think mm-hmm. not many other managers would have been able to get him performing yeah. like that another good thing to remember for Pep is that you've got a bunch of stars and with that comes eagles You've, yeah, got to, you've got to yeah, be. You've got to have the ability to manage those egos and how you can, sorry, how you can manage to get the best out of individuals and how you can man manage people differently. And I think, I think he's done that quite well because, like, yeah. you see when like behind the scenes, they, ro- they look like just mates. Like, yeah. Harlan is he looks like good crack. Greatest <laughs> yeah, is always that. Like the addition for uh, <laughs> the changing room. The loom. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get some cases where like Cancelo, it looks like someone's bag's gone on there. He might not ever put a city shirt on again. Sane. But he knows how to deal with that. He knows if you're gonna if you're gonna disturb the dressing room, just let me go. And it's not like Pep's just walked into Man City and he hasn't been anywhere else. He's been across the world, hasn't he? Some yeah, of the biggest yeah. clubs in world football. So Well he didn't get on with Ebra. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that kind Probably, of shows yeah. like what he thinks about people with egos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that is why he's one of the best. But speaking about uh, the best, Roma are in uh, back to back European oh, I- finals. Uh, oh, you proving the whole game. thing again? Uh, that's, that's what I mean. Did you see like the stats? Zero for us, shots on target. Oh. The whole game. Oh, twenty-eight percent session. It's just like classic that. Mourinho. Yeah. Beating uh, Xabi Alonso's Leverkusen one-nil over two legs. They uh, they're gonna face Sevilla after they beat Juventus three-two. These kings are in the Europe League. They are just pure. Uh, I, I hope Mourinho wins it, but you just—it's going to be a good Sevilla game. Sevilla and the Europa League just—it's like different sitting animal. in the Carabao Cup. Yeah, sitting yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah, been the last few years. They've yeah. been relentless in that competition. I do think if there's anyone to dethrone them, it's him. It's Jose. Jose, man. I hope he does. I hope he wins back to back, and like he's just going a level Champions League next year. Imagine, <laughs> but uh, I hope he does it because oh, he's a brilliant manager. Isn't he? He's just. I, you I just want, like... you just want to see Jose Mourinho. Sorry, interrupting. No. You just want to see Jose Mourinho against Pep Guardiola again. Oh, that'd be oh, nice. that that's a nice. matchup, isn't it? And I nice. feel like with um, Hosey, he, with Man United and Tottenham, I felt like he lost a bit of his. Uh, what am I trying to say? He's, people's Stark, respect for him. Yeah, yeah, like everyone thought, oh, he's like he can't 
deal with the modern game. He hasn't yeah. been able to, you know what I mean? But with his job with Roman has been fantastic. Mm. So. But if you look at He's the two back. jobs you've just mentioned, Man United, I mean, they're not exactly great behind the scenes, are they? And Tottenham's mm. Tottenham. He's so. pro- he probably yeah. does speech down here. It's football heritage. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Especially when you watch the, the all or nothing, you saw what it was like. It was like, you can't yeah, really What he said like to Danny Rose and Deli Alley and stuff yeah. like that. He, he predicted Deli Alley's career perfectly. Yeah. It just goes to prove one of the best managers has won loads. Breaking news. Yeah. yeah, breaking news. One of the best football managers ever and knows what he's talking about. Yeah. It shows how bad Man United's behind the scenes was. He said, didn't he, uh, his biggest achievement was finishing second finishing with that second team behind yeah. City. Yeah. So oh, what a manager. Oh, he's brilliant. Nice. Love Jose, man. Just don't go to the mags, please. No. Oh, <laughs> couldn't stand that. That'll break me hard because I love Jose as well. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's really getting to you. <laughs> I know. Drop me phone and everything. <laughs> But uh, another team who's in a final of a European competition, West Ham. Did uh, you see the kickoff after that? Yeah. Well, I was. I want to talk about yeah. So yeah, West Ham are in the final of the Conference League after beating Alkmaar. They'll face uh, Fiorentina in Prague. But the bother at the end of that game that uh, that West Ham fan yeah. protecting like yeah, the players' two families. West Ham, yeah. Fair play. We should get free tickets for the uh, final. He shouldn't have to get a pint <laughs> ever again. <laughs> like, I'm a little bit happy for West Ham as well. I think that'll be good to see them win us. I, mean, yeah. I would be if it wasn't David Moyes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. David yeah. Moyes. If it true. wasn't David yeah, Moyes, that's through gritted teeth. But I don't mind West Ham as a club. To be fair, I do mm-hmm. hope they win it. Yeah, and you see the what they were doing in the dressing room. Ah, yeah. Like Danny Dyer. <laughs> I don't yeah. mind actually no. say what they no, were saying. No, we can't say that on the podcast. There's a chant about Joe and Danny Dyer. It's brilliant. It's absolutely class. I hope they win it, mate. Like, I know some people. It's good to see English clubs dominate. I know a lot of people are touchy about like, well, about English clubs doing well, but like, I I think it's great because I want I want City to win. Well, I think it's I want City to win. Unless it's the the Mags, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? It's just been Oborah, Oranges. We'll quickly touch upon on all the playoffs. We'll start in League Two because they've only played the first legs. Uh, Stockport uh, and Salford play at the weekend. It's one nil Salford currently after. One leg, Matt Smith, not the Time Lord, uh, <laughs> with the only goal of the game. Uh, Carlisle and Bradford also only one nil. Uh, I think Bradford. I think Bradford will still do the business. I don't know how Carlisle did score that first. Yeah, leg, with no, I'm with you on that. They should have scored. I, I didn't watch the um, the Salford game because it was just after hours. Was, yeah. So I, I, wasn't I did. Really I was bothered. in the pub for it. It was just. Just a nothing game, really. Yeah, and, the, and the goal was a bit weird as well. It hit his shoulder and went in. It was just. I think they got the job done. I hope for the sake of football, the f- football heritage. <laughs> I hope that uh, Stockport do get the business done because I. Not Gary Neville FC. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Class of '92 FC need to be binned off ASAP. I think if I had to predict it now, I'd probably say Stockport. They should win at home. Yeah, they should get at least one goal and take the extra time. Like you. You'd be disappointed if not. Carlisle and Bradford's definite. I think that should have been the final. Personally, I think mm-hmm. that would have been the, the better game. But I think, I think Stockport will turn it around. I think Bradford will hold out for a draw, and then Bradford win in the in the final. Okay. That's it. Uh, what would you say? I think, I, I think I don't know. I think Brunton Park will be absolutely bouncing tomorrow oh, yeah. for the Carlisle game. Carlisle turn it round and they'll win the final. I was going to say they'll turn it round, but I don't think they'll win. I, I think they'll lose to Stockport in the final. I think Stockport will go. There you go. Dave Chalmers, do the job. <laughs> I agree that I think I think Stockport will turn it round against Salford, but I'm with you. I think Bradford will just about hold out. I suppose typically for the typical North, well, Carlisle's kind of northeast, isn't it? I, I think 
Carlisle or Bradford, one of them. If one of them go up, I think I wouldn't mind which one because I think Bradford. I'm a bit. I think they're too big a club for League Two. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, well, they should be a club for League One, I suppose you could argue. Uh, and then Carlisle would be nice to go. But if I had to, I think it's going to be. It'd be a Bradford Stockport final. But as for who wins it, I'm not sure. I could literally make a case for either one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. yeah. Anyone disputing that? Nothing. I'll just go for. Uh, it doesn't really matter though. We're not playing either of them, thankfully. So yeah. it's all right. <laughs> but uh, on to someone we potentially could be playing. Uh, the the League One playoffs. I thought when I was writing the uh, the the script for this episode uh, two days ago, I thought I might as well just talk about how Peterborough's done already. <laughs> but last night, as we're recording this, four nil down after the first leg, and we were saying this yesterday morning. I don't think it's stupid to write them off. And then we said if they peg it back, fair enough. Last kick of the game, four nil. I mean that that enough. It's would one have of been... the most mental games I've ever watched. And believe me, as a Sunderland fan, that takes a lot because we've seen a lot of mental stuff going Stupid on. But games. that was just mental. But from you know, I think Jack mentioned the term bottling it before. You've got to apply that to Peterborough. Oh, that's just, when you're four yeah. nil up you from the first leg and you end up, up losing four nil in normal time, five one after extra time. That's just criminal. When you think about you know great comebacks and this is we've only told half the story as well because Peterborough scored in this game and yeah. you thought they pegged it all they did all their hard work for nothing mm-hmm. and then they go and do it again and then they go win on penalties as far as like greatest comebacks of the sport that has to be in there it has to Surely. be it's, it's real it's, well. it's, and it's the biggest, I think the biggest turnaround of a playoff deficit by two goals the, the biggest one before was 2-0 that's the biggest one that's that's well the best one in Champions League history was only 4 0. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think that's the only, like, I know the Anfield, that's crazy game, but I think, like, Barcelona's PSG, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, the greatest that, yeah. comeback. I th- for me, I think that game's second. I don't know what it hurts me to do it, but you've got to give it credit. Do you remember when Newcastle were falling down at half time? Oh, well, yeah. And it back. Not to be fair. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's mental. It's but over, like, but over like two legged games, I think. No, that's just, yeah. Bear in mind as well that the pressure was really on Sheffield Wednesday for these playoff games because yeah. the ones that anyone who's exactly. I mean, 96 points and you don't finish in the top two. <laughs> that's just absolutely insane. I mean, that's one of the biggest. As I was watching it, I was just. Because I wanted to see if Sheffield Wednesday could do. Because obviously. Depends how big the Hillsborough crowd would have been huge behind this. Um, when they like, so were two 0 up at half time, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then once it got to three, then you're thinking, well, oh, hang on a minute, there could be something there. But I'm sure, there was about was there an extra two minutes added time on at the end? I think it scored about a minute thirty. Like it scored about ninety-seven thirty, and it was six. Something minutes like added that. There was maybe six so, minutes added on, wasn't yeah, there? So. Can I just say as well? Um, I seen it on Twitter after the four 0 people like abusing. Uh, what's it called? I forgot his name. Not Darren. Darren. Yeah. I couldn't pronounce it. People abusing him, racially abusing him on Twitter yeah. and stuff like that. Hope you're proud of yourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Barry Bannon called him out in his interview yeah. after as well, which is good. No, yeah. good. I'm glad to see. You know, it's a, I, I question whether Darren Moore, I mean, he's still got another game left to prove it, but I question whether he was good enough to get Sheffield Wednesday up, but I really hope he does because he's yeah. one of the classiest individuals I've seen in football. Oh, and, he's, he's, and I remember when we played them. Um, it was Don, like, Doncaster then, wasn't it? Um, or was it last year? Yeah, last year in the, in the playoffs, I remember he was... I, do, yeah, I just liked how he carried himself about like yeah, in right. his interviews and stuff right. like that yeah. he even did that when he was at Doncaster not long before he left to go to Chef Wedding lockdown mm-hmm. he's very yeah. graceful he's yeah, yeah exactly very graceful and yeah I know what you mean stuff. now yeah. I, yeah. So, but, but, but as another example both occasions he's been full of class and to be fair I mean I, this is just only my opinion I think Sheffield Wednesday fans showed a lot of class after we beat them in the playoffs yeah. last yeah. year yeah. and for me I think they're too big a club for that level um, 
you know but I mean I know people a lot of people in League One get their knickers in a twist and don't like it when you say that but yeah. tough yeah. luck like they're, well, they're, no, they, they are. are too big for that level it, yeah. lo- it looked all against it was just stacked against I mean falling along its own is bad enough but I don't know if you've seen Sheffield Wednesday's record in playoff semi-finals it's not it very al- good is it? it was almost <laughs> as bad as I was in playoff finals like <laughs> it, it was horrendous like they, yeah. they always lose them even when they're expected to win them so now when they're like it's over and then they come back and do that but the thing is now they've, they've yeah. got to go and deliver in the final now though. Oh, what's the point of yeah. that comeback if you go and lose at Wembley? It'd be like the Deeney one, wouldn't it? The, 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 the Deeney. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, just to lose in the final. Yeah, you know, like Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips, Kevin Phillips penalty, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I feel like with that one, they were third, and it was more of a oh, we've gotten third, we have to go at the playoffs now because they were down and out. They'll have a different attitude towards it, and they might push. Galvanised yeah. have a different mentality. Momentum's yeah. a massive yeah. thing in football. Oh, so absolutely. Like, Who do you yeah. think will win the second? Well, I don't know when this is going out, but at the time of recording, it's not played yet. Bolton yeah. Barnsley. What do you think for the other one? I still think Bolton's got it. I'd Barnsley. Orm, Barnsley and Warm. That's true. Well, it was before our game, and uh, for me, Barnsley was a better team. I mean, they, did, they took the lead and then uh, got pegged back quite soon after, but. I think overall they're a better team Bolton are decent and if Bolton go they've got the experience of Wembley this season they've won there they've hammered yeah. Plymouth there um, I think I just I overestimate I'd... my respect for Dion Charles I just think he's <laughs> yeah. had such a good season I, I don't are we also saying it's because they beat us 6-0 which meant Lee Johnson got sacked and then we got Alex well, yeah, all, yeah. forever indebted to Bolton <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think that'll go either way so it's tough to call isn't it I'll just go Bolton I'll I'll go mind you a Barnsley Wednesday final would be tasty that'll be nice oh, yeah, that'll be nice I mean the, t- the, the game at Oakwell in the league was something yeah. different 4-2 oh, wasn't it that was it's a shame I was at work, but I got to see some of the highlights of it, and, and from what everyone who watched it told me, it was a cracking game. Oh, yeah, it was great. Um, I think Bolton. Do you know what it is why? Because I think this could. It wouldn't surprise me. If this goes a similar way to Middlesbrough, Coventry, and the other players, because everyone mm-hmm. thought Borough at home, Borough at home, Borough at yeah, home, yeah, do yeah. it, and then Coventry end up doing. That. I mean, I know Coventry's better, obviously, um, but I don't know. Part of me fancies Bolton to get a job over on them, but Barnsley at home they win. You know, fair enough. I like Ian Everett a lot. I think he's a really good. So manager. do I. Yeah, he's, so do he's I. Top manager. And I've got time for Bolton as a club as well. To yeah. be fair, not just because I dislike, no, good not, not just because I dislike Wigan. Yeah, uh, right. James Trafford. James Trafford. Good keeper. I'm like good season. So yeah, Burnley's after him in the summer. Are they? Yeah. So Vincent Company was at the game. Wasn't yeah, he? The he was, at, he was yes. at the first leg. Uh, I think if if Charles shows up, I think it should be Burnley's get ga- uh, Bolton's game, but. I'll go Bolton win and then Chef Wed win the final like, personally I'll, I'll be different I'll say Barnsley will do it wrong but I'll say Bolton Sheffield Wednesday, Wednesday final win, and yeah. I think Wednesday will pit, like mm. you say just that momentum of being firstly down and out mm-hmm. and uh, going back I'll go Bolton Wednesday final and I'm still going to just back Bolton just because I said them at the start of the season I want to be right okay, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. you know I, I, but I, I think Bolton Chef Wed I don't mind whoever comes up either way that's a very good away day whoever comes up yeah. well I've got, I've got a bet on Sheffield Wednesday to win it so oh, there you yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah I put it up but it's, uh, actually no because I put Sunderland on the same one so it doesn't matter ah, <laughs> well, shame speaking of <laughs> going into the championship we'll nice start segue. <laughs> Sunderland after a 2-1 win at home in the first leg lost 2-0 at Kenilworth Road or the Kenny as they're now starting to dub themselves oh, can we just call it Kenilworth Road please it's the Kenilworth, Kenilworth Road so it's cringy. a shed that's what it is and that's yeah. not bitterness I promise <laughs> uh, so yeah we miss out on back to back playoff finals I mean we'll, we'll talk about the game first I think it was just one of them where it just it didn't feel like they just us. bullied us yeah. well yeah you've got a team of 11 thugs and 
ten. On a horrible, tight, small pitch. They were just flinging balls in the box. It was always going to happen, I thought. like Before Elise came on, all we really had physical presence was Equa. And he was right in the middle. So it's like... I don't know. It was just difficult. Like I'd seen even at half time, like people were going, Oh, we're playing rubbish, like what's this about? Like no one's turned up but the two goals what they've came from is two set pieces, one straight in, the other one from like the second phase. The second one could have defended better. Maybe could have got out of the I said this but, to you but, uh, when it happened. If Danny Bart's on yeah, the pitch, yeah. If Danny if Danny Bart and Ballard are fit, we don't concede at least one of them. I think if either one, if either one of them were on the pitch, I don't think either of them go in. Uh, that might just be like to shame, but, but th- then like it is uh, uh, one thing I noticed as well. So, obviously, our first goal. I noticed that every goal in that ca- tie came from a set piece as well, which is quite interesting. But our first <laughs> goal is just a moment of quality. There's nothing really to do. And our second goal, a short corner, we worked it well. I noticed in the second leg they nullified that. They made yeah. sure they were honest. We weren't taking any short corners. They were forcing the like ball. There was the even box. times where they would go across the line just, just to slow it down yeah. and stuff like that. They were they? forcing the ball out, out across us to go into the box. So they knew we had nothing to win them, really. But the thing they had, corners, we could literally physically do nothing about. Mm. Yeah. And every corner of the take was perfect. Yeah. Every single one was uh, on the They, they must have spent the last three days just constantly working on them. Because they knew that is the no, way they're going to beat us. That's credit to them, to yeah. be fair. I mean, I mean, it's their game, isn't it? Like that, every team's got a, an identity, and that's theirs. Mm. I hate like in and defeat, got, like making excuses, but they, they were just better. They were better they than us, and they won. And that's all better. that matters in football. The better team mm. won. Even though we should have had a handball, and they should have had a red card. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that penalty. Uh, that is shocking. It's in his hand. If that if that is given a penalty, we score. Totally the team's game. different, isn't it? But hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the two goals, the first one, I, I'm a bit lenient of. I, and this is maybe me being a bit harsher. I felt the second one, the desire to win the header was non-existent. Mm-hmm. Why is Tom Lockyer allowed to run across the back, run across across from the back post in front of everybody to win a free header? No, it was only Trey Hume who actually are saying like yeah. actually trying to bust. But a by the way, that that's a me thing. I'm always like that whenever we concede a goal because mm-hmm. as you guys, if anyone who does listen to me know, I like keeping clean sheets and being solid defensively. Yeah, but yeah. to be fair, I'm not going to argue with it. Luton deserved it on the night. Yeah. I don't think anyone can dispute it. Yeah. I think their first goal was basically a carbon copy of their first on Saturday. Yeah. We can see we can see the corner, which like you can excuse, but it could have been dealt with better. Mm-hmm. And then drops mm-hmm. in the box and scramble in the box one 0 I mean, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of the frustration on Saturday because I was on Tuesday at half time. I was pretty livid, but I think that's because of the standard the players have set mm-hmm. of themselves and each other. And I feel like. I mean, Luton didn't turn up in the first leg, but I feel like we didn't let them turn up. So I've got to be fair and say the other way around. Luton didn't let us turn up in the second leg. But no, there were honest... I don't know. I just felt our standards on Tuesday weren't very good. But at the end of the day, the thing you've got to remember is Luton are three, four years ahead of us in the championship. Mm-hmm. Sort of like in their plan, we've only we've literally just come up. We're ahead of schedule. We, yeah. oh, we were lucky to be in that position in the first yeah, place. I'd... That's why it was spit, like it's, it's the same man. We could have gone up. We had the opportunity. I'd have loved it to happen, but oh, yeah. we we'll go again. Something that annoys us is that. Um... A very small minority, but a few of, because we've not won the playoffs, it's kind of they've kind of disregarded such a good season we've had on a whole. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like you say, think about the season we've had. We've had a manager walk out. We've been plagued with injuries. The fact we even got in the top six is a miracle. Main our our yeah. arguably best player has been out for ninety percent of the season. Hi. Captain's so, been out for half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ballard's missed half of it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Ballard's Bar- missed the most important Bar- games. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. exactly. Elise has been out. Bart, Gooch, Embleton, Circum, Circum. Yeah, you know. So it's just it's one of those things, and 
we've been talking, we've been using that word bottle all day. I've seen people saying that we've we didn't bottle the season at all. We haven't bottled no, we the haven't. season at all. It, it was still the fact we were in the balance. In it we're only one up. No. Millwall bottled it. We didn't bottle it. Yeah, and Millwall are so angry that they bottled it. They're, like trying to no, attack us. It's our fault. Come on to us now. I know that we're like, yeah. Right. Mm. It's not our fault. You switched off and let Ben Broughton Diaz take you up the backside. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just also like, what? How have we bottled it? We, on paper, we were the worst team in the division. We finished yeah. fifth in League One. We were the lowest ranked team coming into the season. Uh-huh. And a lot of people had us favourites to go down. Look where the other two relegate, sorry, promoted clubs are. Wigan's down and Rotherham, Rotherham just, just barely survived which oh. is a good season don't get me wrong for mm. Rotherham but that they finished what 24th that's the level 20th? that's the standard yeah. of a exactly. promoter club. and don't get me wrong when we're not I do get well I know you guys hear the second tier championship podcast they they do have some interesting opinions yeah. but one thing they did I think it was Ryan I think the lad on there did make the point that Sunderland they are right Sunderland are not a typical average promoter club from League 1 into the championship they're not but we've still finished 5th in League 1 yeah I mean, we're going to rather finish miles ahead of us in the league. Like last if we year. finished mid-table and it was just a nothing season, I don't think you'd hear one complaint. I said this at the beginning of the season, the first uh, live stream of the season, fans reacted. I said I would snap your hand off for twelfth. So would I. That was before a ball was kicked. I went fourteenth at the start of the season. I was like, if yeah. give us twelfth, season success, win a win a few big games here and there, be better. That I would have been happy. Maybe it's a cup yeah. run. We 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 had a bit of a cup run. Mm-hmm. We. Got in the playoffs and we did it without basically without a striker, which I think's fantastic. You've, it's just miraculous, isn't it? Uh-huh. The fact we're even in that conversation going into the end of the seasons and it's is an achievement in itself. Just finishing and finishing six. I mean, come on, with all the injuries we've had with everything. I mean, I defy anyone to see if they had most of their key players out for most of the season how they would get on. I we've said, we've said this all season. If we had our strongest eleven fit all season, yeah. Stuart Evans, Bart, Bart. I don't Bart Bath, right? Bart Ballard. Mm. I don't see mate, why yeah. we wouldn't be fighting higher up than we were if we had. I think we would have been nailed on playoffs if we had. Yeah, eleven. And I think that could be the case next year because if well, I mean, Stewart's contract things up in the air at the minute. But if you keep a cut, if you get a bit more luck with injuries and you get summer recruitment right, top six should be the minimum. Which ne- already looks exciting with Bellingham. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for Joe. a rebuild no matter what. Yeah. Joe That's looks. A, I love the I, I don't want to like. Hey, like, we must play his brother to come along as well, yeah. please. <laughs> Would be alright. Like, well, I mean, yeah, you can't yeah. go to that many Sunderland games and then just not <laughs> not sign. Oh, Three God. mil. I think it's, it's an investment. It's, it's going to be. Investment. Yeah, I know. I know. If he has a half decent season, we'll make money on him. Yeah. But. Three mils a bit steep for a 17. Unless he gets an ACL and, it's and, and retires by I 21. You've got to remember, so I think that could be up to three million when it comes to add ons and appearance clauses and whatever mm, else yeah. but yeah no I agree 3 million if, if it is 3 million up front which I don't think it would be then it is a bit steep but I think I you're paying yeah. for the name personally yeah that's probably but if he wasn't Jude's like, brother it is an investment like, like, yeah. we are almost yeah. guaranteed to make profit on him we'll know about, we'll know oh, about yeah. what happens how many 17 year olds have played nearly half a season of championship yeah, level exactly. at this age and he's you know. big he's, he's athletic he's physical yeah he's brilliant and we're a team for like giving trust to youth yeah, yeah. we kind of thrive on thrive on that yeah well, the youngest team in the championship. Mike Dodds and Christian Speakman being there as well, I think, well, is another. Well, they'll know. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, but I, the thing is, is, when was the last time we've had something to be excited about and not just go to the season and go? Ugh. Let's beat the Mags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I think when Kirill first came in, there was like the bit of excitement because yeah. we were in a cup final. Mm-hmm. But like, I think now it's like we've got that kind of trust there. Well, the, like, all I, it's just going up like. 
Yeah. Well, what? one. It's just going up. Well, it's well, up. Every, yeah. All of us, us, <laughs> we're just, it's the just club. going up. <laughs> we are going up. Is that you saying we're going up next season? Oh, I'm in the league. My, I'm in the league. Always. My slight worry about next season is Southampton and Leicester. No, that's mine. <laughs> Everton. The, the pressure <laughs> of next season in a sense. Same because next. I think Wiseman Safe said this quite a bit, and I think it's actually a fair point. Um, next season's not a free hit as much as what this one's no, been. Yeah, I feel and like I a, lot of, the, a lot of away games this season, right? So I've been to the likes of West Brom, Norwich. I mean, the likes of Burnley, um, Watford. We've took points off. I feel like they were. So Mowbray's gone in them and gone. You know what? You go on, lads. Enjoy yourselves. Test yourselves, and they've tested themselves and had the shuttles off and enjoyed it. But now next season, it's like, right, There's expectation we're competing with these teams now. You have to beat them. That, it worries me a little bit more. I think we'll be fine. I trust the players. I trust the recruitment. I've just got that little bit more of a, like a, a bit no, reserved. The thing is with that, the pressure. The players know what they can do it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. They know they can do it. The professional footballers, the train, they'll be all right. I hope, I hope you're right I mean a lot of the times we've managed to cope with the pressure this season um, and it, it we've got away from that yeah. the sort of Sunderland narrative so I hope it's you're right it's only really Luton on Tuesday where they, they were a bit shaky because mm-hmm. of the, I think it was the occasion got them as well as well as Luton being fantastic I think the occasion got to a few of them there's only been a handful of games this year that I've not enjoyed um, yeah. no, Luton Stoke because of that bald person managing them. Um, <laughs> Rotherham, were you? That was Rotherham. That that was pretty dire. I was at Rotherham, um, and there was another one. Second half against Burnley at home. Coventry was awful. That was made because of the referee. Like that was just well, hard yeah. watch. Yeah, but, but you're talking so 48 games, including the playoffs. I mean, you could count you on you count less than eight games. By a mile, it's been mine. When we're in the Premier League, you could only count on one hand how many good games we've had, mm-hmm. and they all came in the last few games of the season. Yeah. That's right. what I like looking ahead. Like part of me is just like fast forward five years to see where we are, but I feel like if we, go, if we go into the Premier League, we are going to be so different to what we were like last last yeah. time. We were like I felt like we were like you know like the West the team if, if Sunderland were on Sunderland we have to watch Sunderland yeah like but now I think we feel like we could be an enjoyment we could be like a yeah. Brentford a Brighton so on was, well the one game we were on the BBC for them. the FA Cup they were yeah. just speaking praise of us yeah. and that was in, that was yeah. in February See, exactly like, yeah. we, we've got the same sort of model of the money ball type thing that Brentford and Brighton have but we're and such it's, a we're much more miles bigger club by both yeah. of them combined well it's, it's really. just so the future of the, the sport future invest in youth yeah. and money ball uh huh that's yeah. just how the sport evolved. It's got its flaws, but my god, it, 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 it's got it's got it's weird by yeah. a I, I was going to say, yeah, it's, 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 it's got it's, for every flaw it's got. I think you could name at least two or three positive things about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that the model's perfect. It hasn't been. There's been faults with it, but you know, no, nothing's perfect. No, it never is. Um, I will give them this. I do think um, not signing another forward was was something they do deserve criticism over. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's something that if they don't rectify it properly at the end of this next window then they haven't got a leg to stand on as far as criticism goes because it's three windows now since we've gone up that that's happened but I mean across the season you know I mean across you got to remember as well I mean people going about you know the lack of experience thing and I do I mean <laughs> we go about unpopular Sunderland opinions that was actually mine for you know for replying to uh, speak SFC's tweet I think a lot of people not saying it doesn't help but they made more of that than necessary because these lads have proven that over the last four months that just because you haven't got the experience doesn't mean you aren't capable of Going and competing, but at the same time, like Jack said, next season the expectation is going to be on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it will be. You know, well, what, what was your expectation be next season, please? I, I know I've just said we'll win the league. That was HMS. <laughs> Go HMS. Uh, I think a playoff push would do needed. 
I'd say top six again, personally. Yeah, top six. I'd like to see us do something like Middlesbrough and Luton from this year. Like, push it. Maybe even get, you know, like, have a conversation or sneak it in the top two, but as long as you're solid in the playoffs. But for me, it depends on our recruitment job back. I think it'll be good. Yeah. It's already proved to be good. Obviously, it looks like now that we're going to keep all the Marlborough, which I think yeah. was, was good. I agree. Um, and also, who comes down and how they fare? Because I think if Leicester come down, which looks likely, they're in a terrible. I think situation. Leicester's going to struggle next year. Their, yeah. their finances are maybe all not the place, do what yeah. we yeah, did and go back down. Don't go down again. No. We never know. But I, well, I can't see them. They do something like take money out of yeah. future right uh, broadcasting deals that they might not even yeah, get from. Okay. They, so. they run. Ter- I mean, you look at them. They used to have a similar sort of thing. Well, right, you have like they nurture players and sell them on for millions, but they've, what they've done with the money they've got is just the been culture terrible. looks wrong yeah. there as well. At the minute, it doesn't seem to be. I mean, look at Dean. Someone like Dean Smith. How the hell? How's he got sacked from Norwich and walked into a Premier League yeah, club? I have absolutely no idea. But I think I think they're they're looking to come down. I don't really think they'll they'll be. I agree with you. I don't there. think they will. Southampton, I think, could do all right to be fair. But, uh-huh. I think know. they'll turn it around. They're a well-run club, Southampton. I, I so, w- with that in mind, then with the relegated teams, who would you want to be the third team to come down that would benefit us the most? Nottingham Forest. Really? As in, who could you see doing the worst? Well, yeah, because I think if Everton go down, how we like it's Everton. I think they'll just go straight back up me. It would be funny though. No, I also want be, to do Goodison Park be, before it gets to I know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Next year, so is it next year the last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the soft spot right. for Everton May. Like, so I, later, I yeah. think if Leeds go down, it's a very mixed bag. They'll either go one of either way. I agree. They'll either, so pl- they'll they'll either Leeds, plummet yeah. or they'll just go straight back up. Depends what who they're getting as yeah. gaffer as well. Like. well that's oh, why I don't want to comment on us yet because I I don't like to kind of predict us until it's like a few days before the beginning of the season. So it's Nottingham Forest. Leeds, Forest, Leicester. Let's see. Let's argue and see. Leicester go down. So yeah. we've got Nottingham Forest, Leeds, Evan. I think you could safely say Forest is safe. I think the three I points think clear. Forest are safe. I think that they'll yeah, probably be all right. Cause they've I got Arsenal at the weekend. I can't see uh, so six points Leeds and Everton. Got the table up, up if you need to look at it. Yeah, go for it. Wait, Forest are sixteenth on thirty-four points. So everyone's played 36 games. Forest 16, 34 points. Everton 17, 32 points. Leeds 18, uh, 31 points. And then Leicester's 19 with 30, but they've got Newcastle on they've Monday. They've got Newcastle on Monday. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they're down. They're <laughs> not gonna. They're not gonna pick up another yeah. win. I don't think. So I know Le- Leeds have got West Ham away and Spurs at home. I personally think Big Sam's gonna beat Spurs. And I think okay. Ah, then you don't trust Tottenham, do yeah. you? Everton Agents. have got. Bournemouth at home on the final day I can't think who they've got in they've got Wolves away on Saturday right, Wolves yeah. away on Saturday Wolves away and Bournemouth at home and Forest have got uh, Arsenal away and Palace oh, no, Arsenal, Arsenal at home, home Palace, Palace away, away. Yeah. yeah so it's close to call mind um, I, I think Big Sam's going to keep Leeds up I've, I've said it since he came in I think he'll beat Spurs on the final day well they've got the, Leeds have got West Ham I think yeah West Sunday. Ham away and West Ham bear in mind they've put a lot of effort into getting to the conference they're so safe now they're I think, I think, I think yeah. they'll beat West Ham they could do so yeah definitely could I said it a few episodes earlier in the year as a joke, but I genuinely think Everton are down. I think it's I think it's Leicester and Everton to join. Oh, it's, it's hard to say. Like you think the, the it'll be absolutely bouncing for that game. Well, yeah, you Bournemouth. You think, but I mean, you, I, you know, what I said that, but looking at it, Arsenal have to win on Sunday. If they don't, the league's pretty much done. I mean, I know it's it done, is anyway, but mm. they statistically it's not. They have to win. Um, and then they've got Palace away. Or, Palace is a way it's a tough place to go you know and if, if they they could turn up and beat them but okay, I, think, uh, I think they've got a oh. difficult set of fixtures I'll, I'll call it I think Forrest are going to be the team to go down yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that requires Leeds and Everton both win the game. It does, it? but I think you said yourself, Leeds have got Tottenham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't trust Tottenham. It's crazy, it? you Leeds don't, will you, be Tottenham. <laughs> you don't I know you you wouldn't think so, would you? Leeds, I wouldn't trust Tottenham with a barge pole at the minute. No. Like they're just not con- well, they're consistently um not very good. I was gonna swear there, but I restrain myself. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, and I think I just think Everton with Dice, I've always I've had this feeling ever since Dice yeah. came in that he's gonna keep them up. No, that, that's, no. What I, that's what I was that's saying. What I reckon. When we've done a uh, a podcast the the game, the like, how long just, just before, just before I know just it was Arsenal. Arsenal. It was just after the yeah. Arsenal game. I was adamant that they would pick up points against Arsenal and they'd stay up. So I'm going to stick my word and I'll say not yeah, in Forest as well. Fair play. No, I get that. I just it's, know. It's, it's still tough to call. You'd be a brave man to call, but obviously there's, you can back Leicester are gone now. I think they've got West Seeing Ham Seeing any final, of them, yeah. no one's going to disagree with you. No, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not outlandish to say. Yeah. Any of them are gonna, a lot of them are gonna go down, but it, it, it's it's tight to call. It's it's a funny old game. It definitely <laughs> yeah. is. Oh, it definitely is. Where Sunderland lives. I, I totally forgot where we're going with. <laughs> we're oh, talking about the playoffs, and we start going on about like. That's that's the. I should be come, getting me on a podcast. Should come with a warning. It comes with an. Um, um, what is it? Huge waffling and rambling. No, it's alright. <laughs> Waffling's always. Uh, oh, it always is. Uh, we'll we'll try and go back on track with the. Uh, <laughs> kind of more boring stuff the uh, Coventry Middlesbrough semi-final I mean that first leg for me was like watching pain try I hate I didn't watch it I don't know why I hate Coventry's style of play it feels like football terrorism funny enough for me I think I'd rather watch Coventry than Luton well, no, for I, the sake of the sport, I would rather... For the sake of Gokeres, I, like, I like watching Gokeres, mate. So, like, I think regardless of what happens... That's one thing I was gutted about not going up. I said if we got... I, I would love... But he's not going to come yeah. here, has he? Oh, no. I think no matter See, what we, happens in this game, he's up, playing. Yeah, I could have seen it. Season. If we'd have gone up, he's someone I would have gone for. Yeah. Gokeres. He's he's not been in the Championship next season. No, yeah, no, whether Coventry go up or whether he moves elsewhere, he's not been in the Championship. Brentford after him as well, apparently. He'll play in the Prem next season. Yeah, one way or another, but yeah. I think you know what the first half of that game I think Middlesbrough had a couple of decent chances but the second half I was literally just dozing off because it was that boring they were terrible <laughs> they were so bad but to, to be fair to flip it from Coventry's point of view their game plan worked over two legs yeah. it's a similar what Luton did like, yeah. so that's all that yeah. matters mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, got two. Bogey, uh, bogey team for us Coventry it's just oh, no. horrible we're never going to make Coventry in the finals we've got Yotteras and Hamer and they're the their outlets are to, two, to be fair though what players. a job Mark Robbins has done there though yeah, fair play I mean was he got a new four year contract now Yeah, he's not signed it on the mm-hmm. day of the second leg so he, he deserves it he's took them from what league two all the way to one game away from the Premier League their cabers are Durham like four lad years. as well ben Wilson there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. scored against um, Blackburn, another Durham cape can <laughs> Ainsley Persie's from my <laughs> neck of the woods yeah. but, um, that player final could be uh, for the Premier League that, that'll, that'll challenge Huddersfield Redden for them putting us through 120 minutes if Luton go rubbish if Luton ago. go Price Derby County's points are in Luton, I, I Luton are finishing on 6 they points they are <laughs> in trouble yeah. if both of them I think to be honest if Luton's still fair enough I think I think Coventry with Jokeres have a better chance than yeah. what Luton would with the squad that they've got yeah. but, but Luton again, will win a few games personally. at home maybe but away from home I'll leave the podcast See, that, that's what sure. makes you think like they're like it feels like a waste of a final, doesn't it? Like yeah. Yeah. Coventry. I mean, don't get me wrong; they both deserve to be this here. Has red and Cove- Coventry, Luton for a place in the Premier League. Like, but I, I know what you mean. Like what you said, the only thing that makes you think Luton will be all right with the points is it's. I don't care who you are. That is a horrible place to go play football. Like, well, you can't spend any money because they spend it all on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, can't buy true. anyone. That's what apparently the money's going to be used for. If they go up, they're going to be saving it literally all for the development of their. New well, they have to, didn't they? So you know. 
They'll have to move as well because they can't stay there. It's a housing state. They can't expand there. <laughs> what's the capacity of that ground anyway? Ten thousand. Ten thousand. What's what's the what's the requirement to play in the Premier League? Well, Bournemouth's about the same. So, yeah. you know, I think it's more like the safety and stuff like yeah. that. The safety, not yeah, being an industrial estate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know Will still? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Luton should not be anywhere. Like it's funny, right? Ha! Kevin De Bruyne going through someone's back garden. Ha! <laughs> that'll that'll wear off by October, and everyone will just want them down by then. Get rid of them. You literally sounded like you can tell I'm bitter, can't you? <laughs> Yeah, so it, they were one season away from the Premier League before it got reformed. They got relegated the season. This pr- this playoff final was a League Two game five like, seasons yes, ago. Yes, that's mental. That's crazy. League Two. Look when the Boston National League knocked too long ago as well. Uh, less than ten years ago. The rise has just been something. Up, but, t- but yeah, fair enough. It, for it the is. Rise. They've done well, but you, I think part of me would rather Coventry go because I'd feel more at ease seeing their ground in the Premier League than kind of worth a road. Maybe, a lot of honest. people are saying about Luton and. Uh, the Wembley pitch, like because yeah, they're going to be no good on that. I think like, I think I think Cumbria are going to win. I mean, a lot of people. Uh, what did people say? Postage stamps they play on. Yeah, <laughs> it was totally <laughs> same, it? Play on a postage stamp. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes on. But I'm just if, got, you, I'm if just, you had to predict us, I'm seeing Cumbria win. One 0 Cumbria win. It'd be horrible. I think it's going to be no. I think it's Red and Huddersfield slapped all over. It's going to be. Pens. They'll play for a draw and then just look at the look at the shootout. But I think Coventry will just about. I think that um, Coventry will just have a bit of quality, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Ben Ben Wilson masterclass incoming. Sparksunderland.com. So to finish, we'll uh, we're going to take a few of the replies. There was a thread by uh, Speak SFC of basically what's your hot take of the season. We've we've done a few hot takes, but uh I wanted to finish on a few of like because there was some out, absolutely outrageous ones on your mind but in amongst Dan Nail Pelters and Abdullah Bar cooking there was actually some outrageous ones I mean we talked about that the first time we did Sun and Hot Takes just half of them were just Dan Nail getting absolute dog's abuse oh you've gone quiet there Liam <laughs> just carry on <laughs> alright well um this one, uh, this is from Galazzo De Ferran on uh, Twitter. Uh, Equar was not a good option. Wrong. Move Wrong. Why, why even say that? Oh, I, why even oh, say that? <laughs> I don't know what people watch. I really don't know what people watch. Is it like they don't understand football? It, this is going to frustrate me a lot. Like, <laughs> go on, let it out. He's, he's got on my nerves once, and it was a heat of the moment. Oh, the the penalty, the penalty yeah. But I forgive him like that. These are the same people who've been saying, "Oh, we need a big midfield. We've needed one for years. We get one." Oh, we signed we signed Conor when we win oh the league. This is the God. kind of people. It's so he's brilliant. He's what we've been crying for. He's, he's so he's, he's he's come on so much. But yeah. you know the problem is with modern football, and something that really irritates me is when you're not good in two or three games. Your first two or three games go to the club, yeah. and apparently, games, and apparently you're chaos. done. You have, yeah. You're not a very good player. Mm-hmm. It was like a pro club's character yeah. the first few games, but he's really <laughs> cemented himself. all the time. Yeah, it was absolute <laughs> chaos. But he's cemented himself. He's really come. He picks own. up the ball and drives that, that Preston game. It was he mint. ran it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was mint. Can't I, 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 I said against Luton the home. I said the Luton home. Like I said, that is one of the best individual performances yeah. I've seen from a player at the stadium. Like he was amazing. Yeah. He was everywhere. He won every title. Wasn't every quite Hazard ball. against. Yeah, no, from a home player. Sorry, right. Al yeah. pinned, <laughs> pinning John Terry in the same game. By the way, but uh, yeah, just carrying the ball. He's brilliant. Oh, he's just he's 
And this was against a Luton team who finished 11 points ahead of us. Exactly. But he's not a good option because one lad on Twitter. Right. We've given way too much airtime. Move on. What a stupid thing to say. Uh, Ashton says we would have won the playoffs if our team was fit and Neil didn't go to Stoke the the first bit I wouldn't agree with in the, the playoffs if Neil didn't go to Stoke we wouldn't have been in them sorry simple as that Alex Neil would not go in the playoffs I'm with you I don't think that's mm. a hot hot take no the, the first bit yeah, yeah, the, yeah. First, the first bit right. I think we would have won the playoffs I read Alex Neil as a manager yeah, yeah. I know, I know. If, if you finished it at the no, if our team was fit that's just a normal thing no no I'd hate for what he did but I do like what he's been, he's been praising us in the media and that recently. But I like him he's as looking a manager. for bites. For me, there. I think he's saying that to cover his own backside. No, he's looking for bites. He knows what he's done, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what he's thinking, me. I really do. I rate him as a manager, and I think with a full squad, he might have got playoffs. He might not have, but I don't think that's a horrible take. Like for me, if you had again, if you had Stewart, Evans, and Ballard and Bart fit, I actually don't think that's audacious to say we would have won the playoffs. No, we probably would have. He doesn't get the same out Diallo for me, or any of the youngins. Yeah, he did. He well, no, he doesn't like the youth, does he? No, he didn't, well, no, play, Roberts. He didn't play Roberts either at the start. Yeah. Who, who was hesitant to play Roberts? So, no, exactly. who's arguably the best player of all time? So, nah. handsome Mini bugger, Messi, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! This one, I knew. I put this in. <laughs> did you just put this in, knowing it's gonna? No, I knew. Jack. I knew Jack would bite. I could have read it from here. I'm waiting. For I, I knew yeah, this I'll, would bite. You'll, you might bite, but this gets on his nerves. Yeah, I'll read it for you. Uh, opinions from the north oh, says, uh, Robert, Robert and Diallo's link up caused more oh, harm than this. good it made us one dimensional and isolated Clark and Joffe <laughs> isolated Clark for anyone who's listening contributions in out of the whole squad for anyone who's listening Jack's face was literally buried in his hands there in exasperation <laughs> how can you not enjoy watching that I, I, oh my god <laughs> I don't get like what, for example the goal against Wigan, Wigan Diallo's I, goal Diallo's goal against Borough as well, where Roberts goes inside, Diallo goes outside of him. Oh my God, what do people watch? How can you not enjoy watching that? I think they'd rather watch Joe Lynch lump it up to Mark McNulty. Yeah. That's what they'd like. Oh see. God, that was honest. No, God. go even worse, Charlie Wyke. Oh yeah, go up to a front of Charlie Wyke. That's where it's at, isn't it? Charlie Wyke pre-hair transplant. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> But yeah, that, that that one. I mean, again, you've got the balls for putting it out their opinions from the north. But my goodness me, like Robertson Diallo is just one of the best combinations of the division. Yeah, it, it was. It was fantastic. It was. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. it. What harm did it do? I, I don't understand. We were one dimensional. Sure, if you're going to say it, wouldn't it cause good for the fact that everyone literally puts every attention on Robertson Diallo, which and then isolates Clark's space yeah, for Clark to, yeah. to track to attack? Which Clark wants to do is just run at the goal. But there was mm. multiple times where we were attacking down the right hand side, and then you cross to the left. Clark just beats his man, cuts in, and scores on the well, top corner. Well, you're saying against who was it? Preston on the last year of the season. Yeah, now, his exactly. Clark's goal. Everyone's over there. One ball to uh, Joffy, one, and then puts him through. It was yeah. one of my favourite goals this season. So the our fourth against Hull so I think yeah, that build up was great and then Ahmad knocked it to Roberts Roberts gave it back to him and Ahmad ran and at the perfect time laid it off to Roberts and then lays it to Clark and it was just a perfect combination of the three of them it's a great, it's a great example I, how to get back back to front yeah, in transition right. so I urge you to watch that goal and tell me that Clark was isolated and Roberts and who Diana said it time. opinions, opinions from, from the north, north. Clowns. I, I could have said. You really. I, I needed to swear a bit there. Like next. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, this is from uh, Anthony, not the uh, the Man United person. He's about to be replaced by Diallo. <laughs> uh, Gel, uh, oh wait, no. John says first. Uh, Gelhart cost us the season, and we should never have brought him in. Sure, so, you didn't write this one, Dom. 
I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Do you like a lot? Well, you, no. you didn't. You didn't, did you? I, I think you've come round to it. No, he's had good games, but he did get chucked in the deep end. I think that was, like, it's not his fault, but I don't have to rate him. He cost the season. He didn't cost the season. Shut up! Whoever said that, shut up. What a, s- a silly thing to say. He said the line. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> oh, God. The, on- the, only way, the only way you can criticise him is his finishing could have been better, but my goodness, yeah. he-, he was literally chucked to play up front on his own and come in, receive the ball, go down the wings, It's not his fault Stuart got injured at full. No, it's not. It's not his fault we didn't get another striker in. I mean... Shut up. Shut up. Oh, God, I can't read that. Oh. That gets us more angry than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony uh, says if Pritchard had strikers to work with he'd have the most assists in the league see that one I don't think meant that. that's not no, a, that's no, not that's a the team I, can see I, I read this one earlier and I actually went on to check and so Pritchard got 6 assists mm. and the top assist maker was 11 with, which is Ryan Giles and Jack Clark joined yeah. and Pritchard I think I think he created 62 chances for us this season which is only bettered by Clark so and he, he's obviously played limited minutes as well, so I don't think that's. No, I don't. Too want, it was a hot take. I just kind of wanted your opinion on it more. I like. I, I quite like. There's, there's, there's way behind that. Yeah. I also think we should keep Pritchard as well. Yeah. Personally, I yeah, think so if you look at uh, some of our best goals this season, you'll notice he's involved in almost everyone. So and especially recently, a lot of our better players been when he's come off the bench and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's an impact, player. impact player. Mm-hmm. Maybe he needs to realise that. Yeah. You know what I mean. He doesn't also. He doesn't really have the legs for a full night mm. anymore. But he, off the bench, he's he is. quality. But to be fair, he he gave the eyes to Freddie Woodman and done him completely at Preston. So oh. you know, I'm gonna enjoy that. Uh, That's a good reverse. Chef's huh? kiss. Yeah. <laughs> we've uh, we've got two here from uh, our mate Wade at uh, on Twitter. Uh, Corey Evans was a bigger miss than Ross Stewart. No, <laughs> the silence is definite. No, so that I one's could, not mental. We've I got a million midfielders. We've got one striker. How was he a bigger miss? He's a Good player, and I, I do. I, I warmed to Corey Evans a bit throughout the season, and we did miss him. Did not miss him as much as we did Ross Stewart. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. The only way I could kind of get behind that one is that we still scored a lot. Of goals. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think that's his logic. I think there's right method behind the madness, scored. but but yeah, it's, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I can see. It's it's the other one which is more. Uh, I can't read that. You're gonna love this. Right, it says. Um, Danny Bart's form nosedived after Christmas. Wrong. Got all the credit when Ballard saved him about three or four times a game, and Ballard was the one holding the defence together. Why can't they just both be good? Why does it only have to be one? Like, just enjoy them, man. Oh. They were both they were both class. Bath won the player of the year. Yeah, but nosedived. Come on, nosedived. Oh, that's it. That's it. If like, anything, it got better. You know uh, what I mean? I know. Yeah. You I mean that that. that 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 opinion for me would have more credibility to it if Ballard had been fit all season. Ballard's missed half of it. Mm-hmm. I think they've both you know. been good, but I wouldn't say Bart stealing Ballard's credit. Absolutely, both Ballard credit. class and he done some class things. He's not stealing his credit, and it's just a s- they both just complement each other well. Yeah, Central defenders it. save each other three or four times a game. Do. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Not exactly. That's the one area of the pitch above all others that you need to be communicating with each other more than anywhere. Like Bath will have done it for Ballard a million times. You've got well, players yeah. in for a reason. Yeah, no, completely agree. They don't just give it out for a laugh. <laughs> but uh, the, la- the last one, it's, it's not like an outrageous take. I've, I've split it into two here. Uh, Jamie says, Trey Hume is player of the season and can be genuinely become top four Premier League level. I've split it in two because... Well, he's not all player of the season. No, he's not. He's not. No, it's as simple as that. I I do think he's one of the better of the season. Yeah. 
He's, uh, yeah. I think he's most improved over the I course can, of the season. I can probably count on th- one hand all of the mistakes very, he's made all season. One was a penalty, but yeah. it didn't really matter in the end. But yeah. like, in that, they like, get in the running and stuff like that. He's the one in the defence, like with yeah. so the defence of Gooch, or nine. And um, Trey Hume, I think Trey Hume was the one, even though O9's he's older and stuff like that. But like, and he was the central defender. I think Trey Hume really, really like, yeah, he was like, I can't think of the, what am I trying to see? It's not like the leader of it in a sense. Like yeah, the, he was the, the leader. Yeah. He was the best one out yeah. of the three of them. Yeah. He got a goal in the semi final. He was solid. He can come out. He's, I think, he's an incredible player. Do you know, I, I think I'm like. I'm basically president of the train fan club. I think he's been brilliant all season. I think I don't think he's the best player. I don't think he's the player of the season. But I think it's definitely within within a shout. I think just Sung Sung shout for him. Yeah, you know, I think I think Trey Hughes looked really really good. I mm-hmm. think even and when he's actually in his position and right back, he looks like Cafu. Yeah, he's class. He does, yeah, yeah. And the only reason he hasn't played there more is because we've literally <laughs> had to play him yeah. in centre yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say so it might be a little bit mental. What does this say? He could make it top four level Premier League. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. I, I, think, th- I think if his development goes the right way, he's what 21, something like that. He's so, really he's at least on 21, right? And I've noticed the times. I'm gonna say so. Like, it might be a bit thingy, but. I feel like he's the type of player who could nourish into a centre midfield as well. I've seen a few times where we've played in possession in a back four particularly. He's done sort of the John Stones role of going in the middle and helping us, in, especially when we were lacking with midfielders, helping us there and spraying passes about and coming into my central role, you know, being there and then spreading it Roberts or Diallo on the right. And that sort of versatility gets you into them big teams. And I do think he's a sort of a breath, a breath of fresh air in a sense. And he's just brilliant defender. Very good going forward, you know. It only takes a couple of good seasons if we get promoted, and then he picks up out of nowhere. Like then we can sell him for a hundred million. Pounds. Exactly, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. The future's bright for him. I think he he, he could go on to be if one of the best players. Like, like Dom said, if his development right, I could see him being up there. Yeah, I, 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 I really just don't could. like I don't like predicting the futures of like young players. No, no, I, but, I think if yeah. I think if it's like I say, if he's nurtured the right way, then why not? But I just don't want to put that. Out there, yeah. I don't want to speak into existence. The thing is, he's, he's come, he's come on, he's come on leaps and bounds though. I yeah. think even, even when we signed him in League One, I thought he looked okay, and then obviously Alex Neil don't think played him that much. Um, but this, and I know it was against Hartlepool, but the the final pre-season game of the season, Hume, they just he ran, he just ran the game. I thought I was, I, mm. I watched it. He was from what one end of Middlesbrough, yeah. From one in the pitch like that, I, I thought he was the best player. I thought. I'll tell you who I'm really interested to see through no fault of his own. He hasn't played much. Niall Huggins. Yeah. I'm yeah. Re- like he played against one five nil. It was against Cheltenham. Yeah. yeah. I thought he is going to be so. He, he's really good. Him, but he got injured. He's got Jordan Willis syndrome. Yeah. Good player. Hopefully he can get a string a few games together, get fit, and like he came on against Luton, and even then, like he only played like five or ten minutes, and he looked. Bit of a spark. Did he start against was it Birmingham? Yeah, Birmingham away right before yeah. the World Cup break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't look out of place there either. Yeah, played against Fulham as well. No, he's a really yeah. good player. I just think it's just his injuries. I, mean, I think he's an example of someone who could maybe, if you can keep him fit, get him out on loan somewhere personally. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Well, he just played on Saturday and it hasn't been announced that he's dead yet. So <laughs> well, yeah. He's played two in two weeks. Yes. <laughs> so so maybe, he's, maybe he's everything. Maybe <laughs> his looks beginning to turn. Future bright, hopefully. I think it's just nice to think that. We're in the situation where we've got and all we're in these a good, good place. players. Yeah, we're in a good place. We've got depth, which I think is good. 
and I think will no doubt add mm. to that. And I think if our recruitment's good in the summer, which eight, eight times out of ten it, it is, I don't see why we shouldn't be rubbing more hands together. I think the future's looking bright. You look like you were trying to say go for top two or HMS, win the league and restrain yourself at the last <laughs> minute. <Yeah. laughs> hey. <laughs> if I speak, I'm in big, big trouble. <laughs> I, I don't want to say you're wrong, because <laughs> you're not. But yeah, you're right. It's it, nice to dream. It's nice to have an upward. Da- I'm daring to dream. You could say. I like the phrase. Yeah. yeah. Nice it's just nice. It's nice having an upward trajectory for once. Instead of the last time when we came down, we had Jack Rodwell, Darren Gibson, and ha! I was watching earlier. Yeah. Uh, Australian football was at the semi-final of the Grand Finals. And he plays for Sydney FC now he scored an own goal Elliot did Jack Rodwell that was beautiful oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. To, oh. seriously they were playing Melbourne City and they got tonked like 4-0 and he, he scored the, oh. he scored an own goal the second one it was oh that's goal. so sweet that's so sweet and on that bombshell <laughs> I believe that's a perfect place to leave this <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's where we're that's where we're gonna leave it today. Uh, Michael, thank you very much for coming. Oh, no, thanks for it's having me. That's been a good laugh. Uh, if you if you don't know Michael, get to know he's absolutely on everything. Uh, I think if you know onion bag, you know Michael Bowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah. <laughs> he just well, no, because we've yeah. got a we've got a very heavy uh, Newcastle listenership, haven't we? Ah, true. So, yeah, if you don't know, get to know. If you like what you've heard, be sure to subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts: Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Uh, tune in these days. Uh, the Spark on. website. Yeah, we're absolutely everywhere. We're going man. up. <laughs> we are going up. Man. Going up in the world. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be back next week. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from me, guys. Thank you for listening. See you later. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for having me on. It's all right. Spark on one or seven FM on your smart speaker and online at sparksundland.com.